There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Right. So, right then. Right then. Why do we always start? No, don't start right then. I don't. We always start with right then. Don't start right then. Don't start. Right then. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Mum and Mama podcast. Right then. (laughs) It's all a lot of peas, isn't it? Podcast. When um when I used to sing, oh, you're right, love. Jesus, I'm about to edit that out. I got the when, I, when I used to sing, I used to get have a pop shield because yeah. I'm very poppy and very essy. I've got a bit of a lisp. <laughs> have you? Do you know what it is? Yeah, it's I not. Have. It's. Do you know what? You know, it's not a lisp. You know, it's the way that people in Basildon speak. <laughs> Everybody in Basel. Oh, I love. Yeah, look. What's Jonathan Wass? <laughs> oh, I, I ain't got that kind of a lisp. Yeah, but he's, he's like... He's, I'm just a bit... S-E. Wass. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like ba- that. Jonathan Wass. I'm a bit... This is supposed to be our introduction, Amy. Oh, this together. is an introduction. This is an introduction to the podcast about Jesus us. Christ. Well, not a bit how about we, us. Not how we can, like, we've got lisps. Not about how we've got lisps, about who we were before we got kids. Now, I've got that DMX song in my head. Was that, did that, was that called Who We Be? Or have I got the, am I remembering it wrong? I don't know. I've just got Ice Cube in my head. I don't know why. Or, oh, I LL, don't know. or LL Cool J, Round the Way I Girl. I love LL Cool J. So do I. You're a bit like Round the Way Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Is that mental person? Uh, just a bit, bit loose. Well, it's easy. I'm not. I'm, seeing, I'm being painted. I've gotten a lot of people message me now who've got a very different impression of how I am. <laughs> yeah, because all your secrets come out, Amy. Well, it's all, no, but they're not. I've. You've you've made me out the to way, be. girl. <laughs> you've like, told everyone my deepest dark. No, I'm not. Well, do you know what? I don't fucking care because it doesn't care. matter, does it? You don't care because I it's can only... do whatever the fuck I want. I'm you 42 don't... years old. <laughs> you don't care because it was I've last week. It. You've earned your stripes. <laughs> I've earned my stripes. Yeah, you bloody but well have, love. No, but um, yeah. So anyway, 
this is a podcast about us and it's I don't know what episode it is actually what episode is it I don't know but I've had half a bottle of wine it's episode 8 I've had half a bottle of wine Amy you've had half a bottle of wine I've had half a bottle of wine no wonder you're so red and I've had a few I put a few berries in there as well I know I was wondering what was in your drink (laughs) a few berries looks like a fruit salad well I try to get my five a day <laughs> anyway, yeah, enjoy anyway. us. Enjoy us. Bye. Bye. Work. There we go. You can't hear me. You can hear Hello. me now. Uh, uh, you right. can hear me now. Hear you can hear me now. Hear me now. <laughs> 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 oh, it's nice seeing your face. Isn't it just? <laughs> you can't really it... see mine because I'm in the dark. And your fucking eyes are like pee holes. I know. Is this, you get the better deal, didn't you? Because I get what, to see your beautiful face and then I'm really dark. <laughs> big, big eyes, big bum. Yes. Well, I've got a big bum but little eyes. Yeah, you have got the smallest eyes I've ever seen. I've got the smallest eyes. Anyway. I can't see the eyeshadow. No, not surprised. You know when you put eyeshadow? I can put, obviously put eyeshadow on, but like when you do like the line and the flick. You can't do that. I can't really do it. You've got, you know, that, that droopy, droopy, that droopy dog. <laughs> like you've got droopy boobs and droopy eyelids. <laughs> you know, Stu from the Hardcore <clears throat> Listing podcast. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Droopy That's dog. Look. That's what you look like. <laughs> well, it's weird because I look like him when he was 20 now. Oh, there we go. It's Without really weird. So now, and we both look like, yeah, he has got a beard. And now he didn't when he now. was 20. Well, since well, lockdown, yeah. you've got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> anyway, how are you? How are you, Miss Amy Bullman? I'm all right. I am all right. I've had. A, I've been in a bad mood the last couple of days, but I feel all right today. Do you know what I have done? Is I had a day off. Well, I didn't have a day off exercising today because I ran, but I didn't do. A, I didn't do a class today. I think I've been doing too much, and it's I think you it's making me tired and moody. You did oversleep, no, didn't I didn't. you? No, I didn't. Juno fucking woke me up at seven o'clock this morning. I didn't put my alarm on, but she still woke me up for a cuddle. What were you doing? Which trolling nice. the internet? Were you trolling the internet? No, I was no, I no? was I was asleep. You, and I kind swiping? of stirred and You're not swiping left and right? No, I can't be bothered. I was talking to someone about that today because they just listened to the online dating thing and he was like asking how hinge was. Oh. Not that he really can be bothered to try because he's not feeling it either but I'm like I like it because I haven't got to do anything there's no oh, effort I, I just get a notification so and so likes you and I'm either like oh and that's it most of the time I'm like nah nah no <laughs> Dave. Dave especially Steve. at the moment it's like what's the point Luigi no you're all right <laughs> I get a lot of Italians <laughs> I know you weirdly do. oh I forgot <laughs> to say the Mr Italian didn't you so Amy Amy, 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 Amy. So today's today's, today's podcast. podcast is is actually what. So is it like raving before kids, or just like what we did before kids? Yeah, who we were before. Because just, the thing, it like we I was just even a raving though, mum. Well, I I I used to rave. I used to rave. Yeah, we both did that because we we've only known each other. A, for a short time haven't yeah. we really yeah, yeah, considering yeah. how well we get on 
yeah, or I feel weird, like I've weird. known you for years. It was weird because when we did um, old Scrubby Pops' podcast the other week and he's like, oh, if you learn anything new about each other, <laughs> I was like, no, because no. I feel like I really know you. But then I thought, actually, of course I have because I don't fucking know you, do I really? <laughs> We've only Not known really. each other 18 months, but I feel like I've known you forever. Yeah, uh, and, and I Weirdly. think you do, you do those things where, you know, you get drunk and you just, like, chat shit fucking Aww. hours. Only I, I chat shit, you listen, you retain all that information and then you let me know what I said the next day. So that's a little bit dangerous. So I've caught, I've caught on to that. I have caught on Good. to that. And I'm not, I'm not actually going down that road again. No, I will do, because I've got a glass of wine in front of me now. Yay! <laughs> but yeah, today yeah. is just to, today we're just going to talk about who we were before children. Yeah. I don't even know if I can remember, Amy. I, honestly. It's, yeah. It's a little it's a bit of a haze. Ago. Well, it was yeah. for you. You've had two kids, you dirty bastard. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had one. It does. I think it's more like the headspace you get into, mm. which mm. you know it is like the you've got to look after someone. We, everything changes as soon as you get pregnant. That's it, and it, your body's just given up to someone else. And then from yeah. then on, it is hard to kind of remember who you were. So anyway, anyway, Amy, 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 Amy. Yeah. So were you? Because obviously, like I think, I think, I think we're quite we're quite similar. I think we probably did pretty similar things when we were yes um, in our heyday, even not in no, our heyday, yes. even in the days you know just before we had children. But were you like were you like a, a drama bass queen? Were you a jungle head? Were you a garage, I was a garage queen? girl? Garage, garage girl. girl, garage girl, garage girl. Yeah. So what was your sort of um, so tap tap? Because you've got quite a good history in terms of what you did in your. Um, in your career, didn't you, when you first got going? Tell us about that, yes. Amy. Well, <laughs> I I wanted I wanted to be a singer. I was going to be a singer when I grew up. I went to university and I did drama and theatre studies. Yeah, and then, but it wasn't very good. I went through clearing because <clears throat> I was going to go off travelling for a year, but then I realised yeah. that I wasn't going to get my shit together and do that. So I was like, I went through clearing and just got a university place. You did, drama. but it wasn't. I did drama, but it was more. You did drama. There was a lot. It was a lot of theory. It wasn't. I just wanted to act yeah. and make plays, and and that we did a bit of that, but it was more definitely more like theory. Yeah. So I enjoyed it, but after I left, I thought right, I want to go to drama school. So I started yeah. doing lessons to go to drama school, but then I was like, do you know what? I'm not made for this. I wasn't confident enough in myself. I knew were, that I wasn't. You're quite. Small I didn't have it as well, in me. <clears throat> I am quite, quite small, small as yes. well so I mean you know four foot nothing <laughs> I thought they would have I'm enrolled five foot four. I thought they would have enrolled you to the circus school <laughs> prick no but um I also wanted to God, I'm funny. be a singer you're not funny oh, yeah. um and I was like right okay so I want to make records I want to be a singer yeah. I thought I'm probably not going to be walking down the street one day and someone's going to stop me and be like, oh, do you sing? Do you want a record deal? So I thought, how am I going to get, how am I going to get working as a singer? I need to work mm. in music. Okay. That was clever. So, even then. Yeah, I'm like, very even clever. Days, I know. Sometimes. So 
we at this point I discovered garage mm-hmm. and I'd gone to Iron Appa with my good friend Nicole and okay. my sister and another friend Sarah. and yeah um so because that was the place to be for garage and R&B Iron Appa yeah 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 Iron Appa um, so we went Iron there Upper. and we had the pleasure of meeting DJ Spoonie, who was a okay. garage DJ. So what year was this then? This was 98. Flipping heck. Okay. So I was, I was 19. <clears throat> yeah, I was 19, 18, 19. I don't know. So anyway, mm. so when we came back from Iron Appa, we went to watch DJ Spoonie in a charity football match okay. between Kiss FM because he was on Kiss FM at the time. Um, and there I got talking to a DJ called Chris Phillips who was on Kiss FM because I used to listen to Kiss FM all the time okay and I got talking to this DJ Chris Phillips and I was like I really want to get into radio and he was like oh you can come and sit in on the show one day like do some work experience so I was like okay wicked so that basically I went in and from that I ended up working there all weekend like I, I got on a different shows then yeah. because I met different DJs while I was there. Okay. So I used to do the rap show with Matt White <clears throat> and I did the R&B show with Chris Phillips. And okay. I was there for about 18 months and it was absolutely brilliant. I met Eminem and Jay-Z. So what, did, what, were you, what, were you, what did you do? What were some of the things I did you the did? PRS. So okay. at that time, because it was back in the dark ages, the songs used to be on tape yeah. or CD. Yeah. And we used to have to write down the songs that were played to send off to the PRS so the okay. artists could get paid. So okay. I used to basically just sit there and write down the songs that were played, what time they were played, how long they were played for. Oh, wow. It was very exciting. Yeah. I bet it was. So I did that for about 18 months. And then at that time, I'd finished university uh-huh. and I was temping. My mum used to work at Ford's Motor <clears throat> Company as a secretary. What, and she got in No, in Basildon. Well, in Langdon, actually. Oh, I love my Babs. Come on, big up Babs. <laughs> so she, I used to do like, over the summer holidays, I used to do like secretarial work there. So I just got a job there when I finished university because I was a bit like, I don't know what I want to do. Mm. And after about, I, and I started emailing people <laughs> who I'd met through working at KISS. <laughs> You're quite and, used um, to that, aren't you? I, I am quite, yeah. And um, I got an email from a guy saying, oh, I think um, the Dream Team are looking for a, uh, looking for someone so that was okay. obviously Spoonie who I knew so yeah. I contacted um, him and I was like oh I want a job and he's like oh we've, we need a new booking agent so I went and had a meeting with them and um, I got the job basically because I had a degree. Is that it? <laughs> and they were really impressed. Really? <laughs> that I had a degree yeah so I was 22 I'd never worked in that world before and it was a bit of a baptism of fire because I was I was basically doing their booking. So I'd have promoters phone me up in who yeah. wanted to book them. And I then used to have to chase them for their payments. Mm. And people lie quite a lot when you're chasing them for yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I learned that very quickly because I just believed everyone. And Yeah, you're quite so, like yeah, that so though, aren't you? I am quite like that. Bless so, yeah, you. so I did that and that was absolutely lovely. I did that for a couple of years and I met loads of people. Um, is that when and... you sort of is that when you sort of entered into the sort of um, garage girl? Because there's a, there's a bit of an image, isn't there, with garage? You know, all the sort yes. of the nights and the clothes and the machino you know. and champagne. Oh my life! I was an Essex garage girl. I wasn't a London garage girl. That's even so... worse, though, Amy. 
<laughs> Fuck my life. We were, um, I never had the designer clothes and I never right. drank champagne either. I used to drink vodka cranberry. Oh, bless you. Yeah. That was, yeah. I was not, um, I wasn't that classy. No. Neither were your, um, neither were your mates and neither with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I went, I was Sarah. working with Lovely them. Sarah. I met a couple of, um, I met this girl and I was kind of saying, obviously, because about my music and I was kind of doing some music with some garage producers. Yeah. And um, I met this girl who worked for EMI um, Publishing and she was like, oh, I'm, um, I'd, I'd also started working with this guitarist as well, writing stuff. Mm. And we'd become, I can't remember how we'd become friends, but she's like, oh, um, I can send your songs into like, cause she worked for the publishing company. She's like, I'll send yeah. you your songs. I'll listen to them. So off that, I ended up getting some studio time at EMI and recorded oh, wow. some demos. And then I got writing sessions with other um, writers. And I did that for a, a good couple of years. And that was amazing. I met some really amazing people and had some really good experiences. Yeah. Um, and I ended up on an album um, with DJ Zinc. So that was the first time I was ever on a record. Oh, was on wow. his album that he can, did. Can, can we Google you? Oh, yeah. You can buy my songs on... Um, I think I've, I think there's three songs of mine that you can buy. Oh, go on, Ames. <laughs> go on. Love. This was fucking... I think he put it up the other day. It's 15 years ago. Oh, my gosh. It was, And weirdly, he lived in Buckhurst Hill when I recorded the demos, which is close to where yeah. I live now. So it's weird because I'll drive past his, ha- his, his old road, like where I recorded those first oh, wow. demos all those years ago when I'm going to visit my mum and dad. And I'm always like, oh, that's where... Oh. That's where I did that. Um but I ended up working for him because he needed, okay. uh, I'd, I'd left my job with the dream team and I was kind of, I was working at HMV, which is where I met Scroobius Pip. Okay. Um, and I ended up doing like accounts for him and I ended up working with him. Then I met his uh, partner who then got me into a mag- management production yeah. deal with them. But then I also ended up working with her. She had a record label called Temper and she was doing she just started doing a dubstep night called okay. Forward, which at the time, this is when dubstep was first just like starting. Yeah. And so I started working with her and she was like, oh, do you want to start, do you want to help me with the night? So I started doing the door. And basically that's kind of where the dubstep scene emerged. So, And that's where Plastic all People like, came in. That was a, yeah, that was at Plastic People. So that's a bit oh. of a, which is a bit, which is a bit weird because that's, Obviously, some of my history is yes. plastic people, um, and that's quite. I find that really bizarre because we would have been, yep. we would have been in the same circle, but not know yep. each other definitely for yeah. sure. At the sure. same time, hundred yeah. percent, because plastic people, it sadly is no longer there. Is a nightclub no. in um, Shoreditch. Shoreditch. Well, it was a nightclub in Shoreditch and it, it was weird actually because I was talking about this with the girls the other day because we were listening to um, Giles Peterson on Six Music yeah. was playing because they used to play like a lot of jazz on a Saturday night. It was like weird jazz music. Well, not weird, but... Plinky plonky jazz. It used to be... Yeah. <laughs> plinky plonky. Like African jazz, I think it was, but it used oh. to be absolutely pitch black in there. It was a tiny room. The sound system was just the best sound system in the world and I just used to on a Saturday night, just be lost in there. Wasn't in the little corner, herbal. pitch Wasn't black. As as... Oh, fucking loved it. Herbal, I didn't, Wasn't I did like herbal, herbal, but it was all a bit 
guitar. Like, well, that was all that. That was the drum and bass, wasn't it? So that was my scene, and that wasn't really my thing. Yeah, that was my scene. Love my drum and bass. So when did? How did you get into? Uh, <clears throat> oh, the music. drums and bass. So I guess so. From an early age, like my my mum will tell you, she she went. She used to take us to Glastonbury, or she took us to Glastonbury, and um, I think she she says. Uh, she used to put me in a bass bin to sleep as a baby. <laughs> so that's where my first sort of um, realisation... So did you go every year? I don't remember. No, my mum used to go to WOMAD um, and she used to go to a lot of kind of um, folk and blues festivals. But yeah, um, yeah, my mum is like, she's a festival. She's from the 60s and she's very much yeah. into her festival life. Um, obviously, I'm from Wales, so a lot of my growing up years were I remember you know I was part of this uh, a sort of group of girls from Pembroke Dock called the Dock Girls um and it was like there's there's quite a few of us um but but we can or I used to go out with a guy who lived in Cardigan and once I connected with this guy um <clears throat> we'd be like we'd be like traveling around Wales like in this place called Martha's which was like in Swansea, it was mental. And then we'd go to a, a local club called Checkers. Um, and it was just, it, it, do you remember um, Do you remember a TV programme called BPM? No. Do you, do, you know, do you remember them? So they used to, like, they used to travel around lots of clubs when we were younger. And I just remember being with all these people, Zach, Robin, Tito, all these amazing individuals, Cara, Liz, all of them. Uh, Bethan and it was like you'd, you'd get in a car so we'd have to travel like miles and miles and miles you'd go to a club and you'd end up in a field and you'd like have a <laughs> have a fucking rave out in the middle of a field you'd get home at like nine ten o'clock in the morning and I just remember it just being mental and my mum was quite yeah I was quite liberal I used to invite people back I was just like, it was just like yeah it was it was quite a lot I think for my my pet my mum growing up so I've always been somebody that likes that scene um, yeah when I when I came to London and I went to drama school and I was so uh, what I, happened did you do have you always done drama yeah 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 so I was uh, me and my brother were accepted to the National Youth Theatre when we were right. really young um, and we yeah. did lots of um, amazing stuff um ed wilson was the artistic director at the time so yeah so on you know west end stages and did loads of stuff went to the edinburgh fringe festival um amazing experience but i kind of went i went i was like you had to go through clearing i remember my mum saying there is no way you are staying home. <laughs> like she got on the phone. She was like, right, I've got to phone every fucking university. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. She's like, you're going. I was like, all right, well, I'll, if I go, I'll go, I'll go to, like, I'll go to a drama, you know, I'll go and do my acting. So I ended up getting into De Montford, but it was the site in Bedford. Sorry, Paul uh. Stafford. I know you're from Bedfordshire. <laughs> oh, God. Honestly, I remember, like, driving up. And my mum dropped me with all my bags. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I just wasn't... 
<laughs> I was used to the countryside, but geez, Louise, there just wasn't anything really going on. Did a bit of drama yeah. there. I did two years there. And then um, my best friend, Clarita, at the time, um, she lived in Leicestershire. So I used to... Uh, so we I went then to live in a place called Ashby de la Zouche. And well, I, sorry, I know. <laughs> I know. Say that again. Ashby, Ashby de la Zouche. That Ashby sounds Zouche. very it's, exciting. It, 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 it was really um, for a point for a few years. Um, I've met, I've met. Well, I had my my best friend who I met at Business Gas, who I've worked with in Leicester. Um, she lived in. She lived just outside Ashby. But we would go raving all the time. So I kind of transferred my raving days from Wales into yeah. into sort of, up, you know, sort of the Midlands. And then um, I then went back to London because I went to, to, to go into drama school. Yeah. But I picked a drama school that was in the middle of Shoreditch. Well, I didn't know about Shoreditch at the time. Like, I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of unaware of what, what was going on. But I got myself into probably the best um, group of people that I will, and I, you know, I'll never, never forget these people. Um, and I, you know, Herbal was the one place I remember just being constantly, or Gary's place, which was another place that we used to frequent quite often. And yeah. Gary passed away, um, you know, quite recently, which was quite sad, yeah. actually. Um, but I did see him last year. But yeah, I was sort of part of this Herbal crew. There was, um, there was lots of So Herbal of us. was another nightclub in Shoreditch, which was actually <coughs> just around the corner from Plastic People, which again, yes. is sadly, no yeah. longer with us. No longer with us. But it was amazing. Like you could go, I'd, like, you know, it was like, there was a, the, the, the manager of the bar was Sandra and Sandra was fucking awesome. And there was Lisa. There was like so many people I could reel off. And it was, it was just this incredible atmosphere. I can remember it was all drama base, yeah, all, or jungle, or it was, you know, it was it was pretty heavy stuff. But I fucking loved it, and I would be in there every fucking night, Amy. I would be in there every night. And the funny thing was, I'd have to go to drama school, and I'd Aww. come from drama school, so I had a friend called Sally and a, a number of other uh, of us at the time. And I used to go to the nightclub, come from the nightclub to drama school and then go back. Like, it was just mental. But, yeah, I never, <laughs> never used to wait in a line, in, you know, in a queue. Yeah. It was just like, I don't know, I just felt like a bit of a, I don't know. It's like, it's, when you go clubbing now, it's just not the same. It's not the same. So I've always been <laughs> like... because everyone's like, 12 years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, obviously, I met, I met another friend. Um, my my really good pal, best mate, Tembi, and her friend is a DJ. So again, we just, like, whoever I seem to meet, never sit, we just don't, I just don't seem to stay in a queue for very long. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite nice, really. <laughs> but it's all very different yeah. music, you know, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. Music is, it's like massively part of my life. I yeah. I love it. I'm not sure. Like, I know I've been out with you a number of times, and I, like, I just, I don't know if I'm quite the garage girl. 
I'm not sure if I'm garage girl <laughs> material. I think I'm still probably that girl that likes to go into a field and yeah, and have that experience because I remember that being one of the most amazing things in my life. And I yeah. know that my mum, if she ever listens to this, would be really proud of this moment <laughs> because I guess like I'm a hippie at heart. That's it. Like mm. I, I, I am. I'm not. You know, I might look all glam some of the time. Not really now. So I'm really great because <laughs> we're on lockdown. But um, that—that's my yeah. I would say that's the, that's that's the stuff I love. I love just being yeah. out, just doing doing whatever. Like yeah, it's my favourite thing is dancing. Yeah, no, I'm not a particularly good dancer. <laughs> You you dance. Just like, can I tell you something, Amy? Your mum Babs dances better than you. Sorry, and most people do dance better than me. What what I find really amusing is that you um you <laughs> you post quite a lot of your memories on Facebook. So there was a memory from your fortieth that I that I watched. I think it was a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh, we've dancing with Steve. And you My fucking still... Steve. You literally got your art, you got your little... You, you, I your do. T-re- you got your T-Rex arms out and you're, you're going for it. <laughs> right now I'm demonstrating. You got your little arms out. You got your little arms out. You're going from left to right. You're when I get excited, I do lift them up a bit and then they go yeah. back down again. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Uh, but I love it. I had um, so when I was telling the girls about because they, it, oh, when I was driving over to my mum's to give them some shopping, I always get the what's your favourite thing in the world apart from us? Because I always say you two, but they're like apart from us. I was like, Do you know what, Lola? <laughs> and I was saying about my time in Plastic People because I just, yeah, I loved it. I just loved the music. You just you just go off somewhere else. Yeah, and dancing. Yeah, I love it, and I still I, get because yeah. that club shut. Uh. Oh God! Four, five years ago now, and it still actually makes me feel quite sad yeah, that I can't I go that. back there yeah. and have that because that was such a special place. And we did—I mean, I was—I did forward for eight years. That was the dubstep night, yeah, dubstep and grime, um, and that was running for eight years. And I left—I left in the December and had Lola in the February. Like mm. that was how close it was to having her and then obviously when I had a baby I couldn't go back and do it because I didn't want to go and work on a nightclub you know (laughs) till whatever time in the morning it was just like it wasn't happening and I suffered grief when I stopped doing Mm. that because I used to see the same people I mean I'd knew these kids since it started when it started Mm. it was all dubstep was uh, it's changed a lot it's very different now to how it was in the beginning but it was literally just 14 year old boys that used to get stoned in the club It was, there was no, we never had girls. And then no. as it started getting a bit more popular, we used to get the odd one or two. Yeah. And then it got really popular and you used to get suits. And my mate Sarah used to go out down the line outside and she wouldn't let anyone with a suit in. No, no. <laughs> she was like, no, 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 no. So I, I just remember being, I mean, I can't even remember what nights we were ever there, but um, I remember being there quite a lot. Um, probably my friend Lisa would, would tell me or Sandra would tell me, probably a little bit more about you know they might even know you to be honest but yeah like I have the same feeling about her but like it changed my life and it gave me like a support system that I don't think I'll ever forget like I'll never be I'll never ever 
That, and I took the, the, the funny thing is that I used to take all my friends in there. So whenever yeah. it was, if people used to come from Wales or people used to come from wherever, that's where I'd take them. And it wouldn't yeah. matter that it, it might not have been the scene or the music or that, that my, you know, that they liked. To, well, it was somewhere yeah. that I, it was my local. It was yeah, my yeah. local. Because where did you live then? Home. Did you live in yeah, Shoreditch? I lived just around the corner um, in 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 Shoreditch, not in the posh part. <laughs> I lived yeah. in the estate. And, I remember um, the first time I went. We went to a club called the Aquarium Club, which yeah. I think is still there with the pool. Before, yeah, with the pool, but yeah. before Shoreditch got trendy. And I remember yeah. going there in a cab, thinking, "What the fuck, fuck. are we doing yeah, here?" Because yeah, yeah. it was so rough. Yeah. And then literally, and when I started in working Brick Lane as well, with that's where Zinc's office was. It was a shithole. And literally, mm. within two years, it had completely changed beyond all recognition. It's Jackie crazy. Was, what was it? Jaguar Shoes? Yeah. Under the Bridge? All of them. Yeah. No, all of them. And Dalston. Dalston. Like, all these really impoverished areas. Yeah. And now Dalston. just for the... F- Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I know. Yeah. Well, I then lived in Dawson and I had like, um, so I had like a really posh sort of, apartment but it was like a bit of a party apartment oh fucking hell it was just mental. really oh god it was awful after how many days could you go without sleeping god knows god knows maybe my friend davin will tell you i don't know my friend mark <laughs> we i think like we were just do you know what it was it was like that freedom that you felt because you you know, and I was working. I don't, I, you know, I was like working, doing drama yeah. school and going clubbing. And then several years later, sort of, you know, I finished the, the drama school and just did pure working. And that's how I got yeah. to my job, really, because I wanted to work in the community. I wanted to work in the community. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I just wanted to maintain this really sort of manic lifestyle that yeah would push boundaries constantly. Um, and I have uh, you know I have friends, arty friends like my friend Bert, who's like. Um, Bert Industries. I remember just meeting all these like all these people who are still really I'm really close to Mark Rodenhurst, but they're all really arty people who had a lot of um, they just have a lot of interests, a lot of gumption. Yeah, and I I'd always like gravitated to all these people, but they always used to take you to other places, or they'd be DJs, yeah. or they'd be like. Or they'd start somewhere and then there'd be DJs. Like um, Dalston Supermarket, my friend Panos, you know, does Super a night store. there. Superstore, is it? Whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a gay night, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. But that's in Dalston. And he's, you know, I, I, honestly, it's like, but she does like DJing. Uh, all these people I meet, it's like, it's, it's, it's quite crazy how it takes but you. But it was lovely course. that. Your whole thing wasn't it it was just yeah. you just keep meeting people and keep having new experiences and it was a mm-hmm. real like sense of community yeah I guess and then you just remember the music like I can't yeah. remember I can't remember this 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 lady who's actually on my Facebook still Miss Pink she was like a jungle drummer based DJ and she was like the first it was like seeing the first woman DJ my style of music that I really liked. Yeah. And I had her CD for quite a long time and it broke and I was devastated. Aww. But she's on, she's still on my Facebook and she was like saying a couple of weeks ago she's going to, you know, do a mix and stuff. But like, I remember that. I remember Rat Pack. Yeah. Do you remember Rat yeah. Pack? I remember yeah. going to see them. You could go and see all your favourite DJs and you could be so close to them. Yeah, like, that was incredible. That was incredible. Well, yeah, it must have been so coming from <clears throat> Wales, I suppose, to yeah. London. Mm. Like having, I suppose, the bigger name DJs that you might not have. Well, I suppose we they had, would have come down to Wales. Yeah, we wouldn't had they? them. Yeah, we had. Yeah, um, we had checkers, and we had a place called Night Owl <laughs> in, Te- in Tenby, and they had all the big DJs. But it was like a different experience, like when you'd. When you'd go to somewhere like Plastic People or Herbal, it was a more intimate yes, kind of affair. Yeah. Plus, you know, yeah. you knew everybody on the bar, you know, everybody on the door, you know, everybody who managed it. So it was like a, a it was like a different experience because you got to you got to meet people, you know, yeah. you got to meet the DJs. You got like now when we go out, it's like it's fucking sitting in a sitting in a room with like two, three thousand people, you're, you're, you're nobody. I don't know. It's like, it's a, I don't like being a nobody. I'm a somebody. See, I only go to my mate's nights. Yeah. <laughs> I only go if I'm getting, if I'm on the guest list. I don't, I don't, I don't queue. Yeah, <laughs> I don't pay to get in. I don't even queue. I don't, I don't even know what that, I don't even know what that means, queuing. I remember Who when queues? I first started going out raving, I used to go mm. to Cams and Palais. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I remember going to that place and be literally the queue being round the block and you just oh, stand outside for an hour, freezing cold, mm. waiting to get into the club. Yeah. Oh, I know. When I, but then I was do... like 16, 17. Oh, God. 
I think. And so I, what was your what was your earliest like memory of getting out? I think mine was about probably thirteen, fourteen. I think I I think well, I literally skipped out, and my mum like didn't know where I was. I think I did. That I have my times. sisters. So my sisters are like nine and ten years older than me, and yeah. the first time I ever went to a nightclub was they took me to a nightclub on Wardour Street because I was out with them. So I was fourteen, <laughs> and they took me to this club. But obviously, where I was with them, I think they just kind of like smuggled me in. Because um, you would have been some... short, you would have been small. We're all fucking short. No, but funny, funny story. Talking to short people, so we went to this club. It was really good. I think it was a kiss night, so it was all yeah. like R and B and hip hop. And then when we come out, we were waiting to cross the road and I was standing next to Kylie. Oh, were you? <laughs> and I was God. like, fucking hell. Is this she's... what it's like when you go out uptown? She's, she's, now, she well, out, is out. small. She's very yeah, small. Yeah, out, out. Out, she's out. Fucking, she's tiny. Not so that out. was my first experience of a nightclub was when I was 14. Mm. But wow. then we, and then obviously because I had my sister, I used to go out with her. So yeah. I never went out locally to like the Icon and all that shit because I didn't, I didn't like the vibe of going out to those places because it always was just like everyone got pissed up and fought, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So that's I, how, I was about, yeah. I wanted to go out to music. I wanted to go and dance to music yeah, that I liked. I didn't want to go and dance it, yeah. to pop shit. No. I remember and then like we everybody, started. is it everybody talks about faces? Faces. Yeah, face. I've never been to faces. I've went, I've been. I went for my, my, my friend Sherry's birthday. I did go. Maybe we could do that. Oh, we can't do that for your birthday, can we? Because we can't go out. <laughs> um, Amy, I'm 44 this year. That would be the last oh. place I'd go. No, it's not. It's, it was never. Like when you guys all talk about your experiences in London, like it's very, yeah, it's very different to how I experienced it but yeah now I think you kind of yeah you do still support your your people you still you know you still support the people that are doing music my friend you know Shiloh she does she does her music so when she does 51st day you know she'll there's always myself and you know my friend her you know her friend our friend Tembi we we go out and we support um yeah so I think but but I, but if I'm really honest, if I didn't know Shiloh, would I be in that place? Probably not. I'm well pride when I see her because she's fucking yeah. wicked DJ. Um, but even that, even having said all the sort of male female DJs, I I do gravitate to the female. I think they're amazing, and they do kind of have to carve their own way, and it's a little bit. It's a little bit more tricky, isn't it, than the oh, than, God, you, yes. than, your av- than your average DJ? Well, I've worked in music for twenty years now, and I still couldn't probably name more than four female DJs. Like I didn't because uh, I run um, <clears throat> when I was working with the girl that ran forward and the label Temper. We then started working with the guy who started Rinse FM. So I used yeah. to manage Rinse FM as well for a while. I think there was one or maybe two female DJs on the station out of fuck knows how many mm. DJs. At Forward, we had, I think, one girl DJ that used to come and play. More came about as the music started to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Garage, there wasn't any female DJs. No. It was all men. Yeah, well, on the rate on, true, on Kiss, there wasn't any female. When the what, DJs that I worked with were all men, I was yeah. the only girl in that situation. Yeah, 
completely for the year and a half that I worked there. And, I was and the only still, female. You're still friendly with them, aren't you? Like we went, we went to Spoonies yeah, like yeah, yeah. quite recently. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for them all. Yeah, and that was a that was a good that was a good night. And the, and the really funny thing is, I also went to another night um, with you. And yes. the person that you introduced me to is somebody that I work with, cousin. And I was like, yeah, wow, no. <laughs> see, it's like a really small, it's like a really it small is world. such a small yeah. world. Well, the fact that we met and we used to go to the same, like yeah. we were in the same place at the same time and we didn't yeah, totally. know each other. Totally. And then we've, it, there's so many times in my life that I've just been like, oh my God. And like yeah. with Facebook, I you love Facebook. Out, like, you've got all these friends. Like your mate Tembi, we've got loads of friends in common. Who are you in I've common never... with? That's what they're... I love Tem... it. Yeah. Love it. I love it. But love then it, it just, it does go to show how small, even though it does feel big, it's a small world. And especially yeah. in music, I think. Yeah. Do, do you ever um, look at when somebody sends you like a Facebook request? I always go, let me see who I'm, uh, who I've got in common with. <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> before i accept your friend yes and i'm always a bit like (laughs) ah maybe maybe so what other stuff did you (laughs) what other stuff did you really do then before the kids apart from sort of going raving and dancing and music well that was it i was music was my life (laughs) (laughs) because i was trying to make like i was always trying to make it as a artist and that's then that's how i met the girl's dad through Pip, actually, I was at some... So he, weirdly... So I was making music when I met him. Yeah. And we became friends. And then he started making music. And then, like, got fucking famous. And I was like, oh, right. Oh, all right then. Thanks, mate. See ya. See ya. So I was at I was at a gig with him, of his gig, trying to get him to leave, weirdly, because it was some shit poetry gig that he really didn't need to be doing because by this time he'd already kind of got a bit of a name for himself. Mm. And it was like an open mic thing. And it was really dry and it was full of really weird people. <laughs> and I was like, come on, let's just go back to mine and watch a film. Like, this is shit. But then yeah. the promoter came over and kind of clocked him and he was like, I can't go now. And then these two guys walked in, one of whom was my ex. Right. Who was in a band with this other guy who Pip had been working with and they'd okay. come to see him. So then, of course, we couldn't go. So then that's how I met uh, my ex. Um, and then we started making music together. Um, and then he got involved. Uh, he started working at Plastic People as well because then he used to come to a forward yeah. all the time, and that was just my life really. And then I got to about thirty-three. A couple of my cousins had had babies, and I was like, oh, "I want to have a baby." We've been together a couple of years. <laughs> I want to have a baby. And then that was it. And oh, and also, so say it one again, of the... Amy. Say it again, huh? I want say a baby. <laughs> I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. <laughs> one of i'd had like the music stuff had gone well like i'd made a couple of records and that was all good but it always just felt like something really exciting was going to happen and then it never did like we had interest here and there but it just didn't happen and then the final straw was my mate um scream who was the one of the djs like he was going to produce mine and warren's album yeah and he did this remix this artist called larue i don't know if you know yeah 
her um, and it fucking took off and his career just went off. And then it was like, well, he's not going to be doing our thing now. No. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, do you know what? I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I think it had been 10 years at that point that I'd been trying yeah. and I was just like, it's not happening and I can't yeah. be bothered. I just want to have a baby. So that's, that's what that, I did. But that's how I felt about my acting. So I was... Um... Like I was, you know, I was. I've I've always loved acting. I've always been in quite a lot of stuff, and I've always done pretty cool stuff as well. Not just, you know, I've done some Amdram as well, and loved that. I love it. I just love being on stage. But yeah. it got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore because it just doesn't bring you. A, it just it's it's just like kind of soul destroying at the same yeah. time as you've got no money, you've got no way of making a living out of it. And yeah. you're constantly in this situation where you're um, scrutinised really quite heavily. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, oh, I've got a big mouth and I don't hold back. And I just was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Because I just will knock somebody out in a minute. <laughs> like, that's how so I what did to... you do? What, what? what Did you have like an agent and stuff? So yeah, had an agent. Um, I think when when you come from, so where where I came from, National Youth Theatre. You know, there was I remember being in. That's amazing, by the yeah. way. Fucking National Youth Theatre. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, and uh, me and my brother were. We were like the first brother and sister, but then I think there were others as well. There was got lo- there's lots of like, and that's for another story. That's like another. That's like another episode. Um, but there was those of like people I was still really close with quite a few um, people that I went to National Youth Theatre with but we did lots of West End shows and that was my first experience I did um, yeah I was in the London Lewis Ballet Company as well so I did ballet at the time um, I went uh, you know I did with ballet your up till, oh no can you believe it I did ballet up till I was 21 um, oh my god yeah I was I was I loved it I loved ballet and then I had a break, went to sort of university. And then when I came back to London to do drama school, it, the drama school that I went to was sort of, I guess, Shakespeare, classical acting, um, yeah. Stanislavski. It was very, you know, it's very true to form. And I loved that. Yeah. But I was just, I was naughty. I was just naughty. I was just naughty. And I was just like, I was trouble in a bag for like too many people. Like nobody could control me, basically. Yeah. So I had all these like wild ideas of being, you know, I don't know, like a famous actor. Yeah. And yeah, I've done, I've done loads of stuff. I've done lots of films, lots of theatre productions. Uh, I've done a music video. I did a music video for, for Katrina and the Waves. Um, and I was a French maid doing some rollerblading. <laughs> Lots of people have tried to Google it. Can't Google it. I've tried. Um, can't. Can't. Gutted. Gutted. Um, but I've done, you know, and you'll see me, I've, I've I've been in a lot of stuff and I will go back to it. And I think that yeah. where I see my son, he's like six and he's got... So I've never pushed the acting on him. He's... Yep. I've never... Like everybody says to me, oh, he could be a model and da da da. Oh, I could do some acting. Yeah, cool. And I have signed him up because our good friend Michaela 
gave me some really good details and they did sign him up and but I've never pushed him because I don't want to be yeah. that kind of a parent but I've noticed he's got a similar personality to me he's very yeah. like he's just very outlandish he's he's got he's got a lot of confidence he can you know he can kind of pick up things where like I find it like quite weird to watch him but I'll <laughs> definitely do it again I will yeah. continue to do my acting um and I think that's what what the plan is really for next year is to just try and get back into it however it is yeah. I used to do I used to, when when I had just had Idris I used to do like um like support you know just walk on parts and stuff I loved it yeah. I loved it I still yeah. even though you're not acting and you're not you know the main part I still love being yeah on stage I still love being on screen that's my thing your thing is music yeah. my thing is acting part of your life you can't ever erase um I'd just like to say Amy just yawned then I'm um, do you know what it's 11 o'clock it's 10 past 11 at night she yawned like, I'm I am in bed by now normally she yawned and I'm, I'm yawned. it's not you it's me right <laughs> I, I've heard that before yeah I thought you might have um yeah. yeah see I'd love you should so do it again you should I'm gonna so do, do it, it again. again I'm gonna do it again I think it's just finding the right balance and I'm yeah. definitely gonna get my son in into it like I yeah. like that's that's for sure and I don't even need to push him he just wants to do it anyway but for me drama is so good for kids oh yeah it is I loved it, it. I fucking loved my drama group when I was younger it is it is and I think it's really important for confidence like, I am yep. a confidence per- I am a confident person I know that are I you you really <laughs> um but I do think it helps you along the way I think it helps it does. you in a, 100%. a whole, whole lot of things um, yeah if you I would can say do that, it yeah do it. Like, yeah. Do definitely. it. Definitely. Do, do it. it. Do it. See, I, Lola used to do it when she was younger, but she doesn't like being told what to do. <laughs> and I've not pushed it on Juno. Well, I didn't push it on it, but I was like, why don't you try it? Juno's will do it, I think, when she's a bit older. Mm. But they're quite musical as well. They like doing music <laughs> stuff. But I'm like, yeah. just do what you want to do. There are yeah. Their dad's a really good artist. They've, I'm just like, you know, you'll find what you want to do. I'm not going to push it on them because I just thought they'll do it when they want to do it. There's no point me, you know, no. trying to no, get them to do anything they don't want to I do. I think it's really wrong as well. I, I just, I find, I find it's a bit crude when you kind of live through your children and you, yeah, uh, and you make them do things that you wanted to do as a child. Like I played the trombone, yeah. like, but. <laughs> <laughs> am I gonna go? Am I, am I gonna really make my child play the trombone? I used to love playing the trombone. By the way, I'm gonna Every get time it out. You say that it just makes me laugh. I fucking loved my trombone. Oh, just, oh, just imagine the little Harry of a massive trombone. I was never fucking little though, was I? I was always. I was like a string bean, and I was tall. I was never fucking little ever, <laughs> ever. Um, but I used to love my trombone. But do do I think that I would do, do like I ever make Idris do it? I, I don't know if I would do, but I would. 
I would like him to experience some of the things, the positive things that I experienced. Like, yeah, you know, National Youth Theatre was a part of my life that I'll never forget, and I'll never forget. How did you get it, into it? So, me and my brother auditioned because there was a um, our drama teacher, Chris. He um, he basically said, I mean, my brother, my brother was an amazing actor, and I was amazing. That wasn't me. I was I was okay. He, my brother was brilliant. Uh, he was amazing. Um, and Chris said one day, I think you should, you know, you should go. You should go to London. You should go and audition. And we went and we got in. And I've still got a clipping of of when we got in. It was a really special kind of moment. Because you used to go to these residentials every single year at Tufnell Park in yeah. North London. And Holloway Road was like their main um, their main headquarters. And a guy called Ed Wilson was the artistic director. He was fucking incredible. But then he yeah. used to he used to then like if you'd audition the next year, you'd get into a play. So if you were really, I don't even know if it was really talented. If you were passionate, if you had something yeah. about you, he'd take you. He'd take you. It, it wasn't about anything, you know, like uh, Rosamund Pike. Um, there was like loads of people, Kate Winslet. Um, there was loads. There's loads of people that are, you know, really famous, and they yeah. were there. We just went to. No, we just did our did our course. Um, yeah, it was amazing, 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 amazing. But yeah, the acting oh. thing, I'll do it again, definitely. Yeah, you should do. I will do. I will yeah, do. You're fucking better. I'll be an old lady by the time, like, they get the parts out. The state of <laughs> my hair. Come oh, look all right, love. Oh, my God, I look grey. Haven't you got any Sharpies? Can't you colour it in? Sharpies? I'd need a whole pack of Sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole. Nicole's my hairdresser now. Yeah. Nicole has let me down. Nicole, can't man. You get, can't you get something? Can't you get a die from the tesco's or whatever yeah i've i've do you know what right i'm so lazy i ordered it on amazon yeah <laughs> i've ordered it with a couple of other things that i needed ordered it on amazon <laughs> comes tomorrow oh good well that's all right that shit will be gone <laughs> oh you have to facetime you when you do it oh god no mm. i won't well anyway that was a little bit of a that was a little bit yeah. of a jaunt down memory lane, wasn't it? Background. Yeah, there's loads background more. Background info. Yeah. Loads more. Of we our, just got to find out how wild, much we can say. Our wild, <laughs> our wild sort of past. Yeet. Well, not really. Not yeah, really. not really. I not wasn't really. that wild. I just had a good time. Yeah, we know you did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, All well, right, that was nice. That was nice. Nice and, to see uh, you, Ames. Yeah, nice to see you too. And, uh, and I'll see you soon. You soon. Bye. Bye. Ending. Ending. Right then. <laughs> right then. Stop. <laughs> right then. <laughs> that's, that's, is that a Welsh thing? Right, right then. then. Right then. Right then. What does no. Fingy say in Gavin and Stacey? What's the thing that she... I never watched Gavin and Stacey. I love Gavin and Stacey. I never watched it, but I don't know why. All right, What did she then. used to say? Did she, she used to say all right then? All right, then. I don't know, actually. I can't remember. 
can't remember. I don't know. Well, I don't know because I never watched it. <clears throat> Thank God. Anyway. Edit. That was us. <laughs> that was us. Can that was edit, us. Can we edit that bit out? What, the whole podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No, because I thought that was quite good, actually. No. I, was, I thought it was nice quite good. I was finding out a bit more about you. Really? What, they like to talk about? What they like squat parties, <laughs> yeah, parties and fields. I used to love a squat party. Oh, I love a squat party. People are I love like, a squat party. Love it. People like honestly, warehouse party. I remember going to a squat party and Jefferson Hack and um, Kate Moss were there. <gasps> no fucking joke. Off their faces. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> she's all right uh, and she isn't she i'm not like no not, not that i would know not that we would only know, from Amy. what i've read on pop bitch and that dazed, is not slander and dazed and confused um <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> i remember like loved a squat party loved it loved yeah. it loved i loved party. it loved a party in a field i loved a party that's the only thing i miss i love my kids but i do wish every so often i could just go out and have a night proper night yeah, and not don't... have to worry about the next day. Yeah, but they don't do them like they did them before. They don't. I think they, they do, do, but I just it's the music, nah. isn't it? You've got to find one with the music you like, and it's nah. changing. No, see, for me, I don't think I'll ever be able to recreate the, the moments that we had. I just don't think we'll ever be able to do that. But you I can't do go like... back, can you? No, you can't go back. I do love, like, I, I think, like, my favourite thing is every year when they do 51st date and, like, my friend... Uh, DJ Shiloh and Joel and, and and major movements they play I love it because it's like I know yeah. them and I get and I yeah. get proud I like there's a sense of pride and I go fucking yeah. hell you're in you're in a festival you're in a main headline festival and you're playing you are the bollocks I love that <laughs> that moment and then yeah. you go and get chips and it's like seventeen pound fifty please. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, fuck this shit, fuck, I'm yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. But no, love Hey-ho. it. Hey ho. Hey ho. But yep, yeah, we hope you enjoyed that. If there's, yeah. we um, I actually did a little post um about if there's any questions you'd like us to answer, get in touch with us and ask us some questions <laughs> if you want to talk to us or just talk to us. Subscribe, Mama Mama Pod, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.